0: Charlotte's going to have to live with herself for the rest of her life. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about Charlotte that's featured in The Sun this morning. Uh, maybe you're fully with her. Uh, a waitress hit the jackpot on a scratch card with her then-boyfriend but the £1 million has never brought such misery, sources said last night. This is in The Sun. Michael Cartledge, age 39, and Charlotte, Charlotte Cox, age 37, are locked in a bitter bust-up over the winning ticket bought when they visited their local shop to Together last October. Charlotte paid for it and scratched it, but Michael claims he suggested the idea and tried to transfer the cash in the shop to cover the purchase. He says, mom of one Charlotte initially decided to share the cash, but walked out on him a week later, walked out on him weeks later, before claiming to be the sole winner. Lottery Chiefs Camelot launched an investigation, including viewing the CCTV footage from the shop, and it indicated to Michael that the £1 million Pounds would be split, but. It is understood now new lottery owners Alwyn have ruled Charlotte is the rightful claimant. Security engineer Michael from Spalding in Lincolnshire maintains he has a right to half the cash and is poised to launch legal action. He said, I am in shock. I can openly admit that we wouldn't have got that ticket without Charlotte, but we wouldn't have got it either without me. I know it was her bank account that paid for it, but it should go 50-50 morally. However, Charlotte hit back at his rubbish claims last last night, and sources close to her insisted her former boyfriend has no right to the money, as she paid for the winning ticket. They added £1 million has never brought son today. It's interesting, what I find interesting is Camelot viewed the CCTV in the shop, and obviously he's put the hand in the pocket, you know, to offer her the money for the ticket, uh, to help pay for the ticket, and she hasn't taken it or noticed him doing it. So that's, that's, that would be part of the CCTV and Obviously, Camelot have you know said that it's a 50 fifty job, but now the Camelot no longer run it, uh, and uh, it's now with Alwyn, and Alwyn probably have carried out their investigation, and they've said, "Listen, you bought the ticket." You win the money. So I just wonder how Charlotte will feel as she goes through life because obviously she's out the door and away with a million quid, which it goes without saying, I think, you know, most of us in the cold light of day would have to say it is Charlotte's money. You know, she bought the bloomin' ticket, it is her money. But will she be able to live with herself in her mind? She will have known morally what the contract was between him and her buying that ticket. You know, they were buying it together. They were, we, we've all done it, haven't we? We've all bought a ticket with somebody else. You know, let's buy the, we'll buy, we'll buy a lottery ticket. I'm talking about partners. I'm not talking about your mate from work. Talking about partners. You know, you go into the shop. Oh, we'll buy a lottery ticket, right? You never pass any more remarks on it, but you know, you've bought it together. I wonder, does Charlotte know that? Uh, Your opinion is very welcome. Oh two eight nine zero treble three one zero five. This is you one zero five. Good morning to you and good morning to Kim. Kim Kelly, how are you, Kim?
1: Hello there. How's it going?
0: Yeah, all is going fine. You've covered a story for the sundown through the years. You've interviewed uh-huh. Manny's, uh, a lottery winner. I'm just trying to think. I know three people who won the lottery. When I say won the lottery, I mean north of half a million. Uh, and yes. obviously, Peter is the best known of them all, who won yes. well ahead of 10 million. And he made a real success of it. The other Thank two you. people that I know, uh, one of them made a success of it and uh, some pretty decent housing as a result of the half million that he Uh, managed to win another one unfortunately uh, managed to lose it all uh, just by doing the wrong thing uh, with it so two out of three ain't bad as they say but you've been up and down the country you've interviewed many a lottery winner and uh, quite a few of them end up with grief don't they
1: they do. Money is the root of all evil. Honestly, I mean, never a truer word was said. As part of my job in the sun, we used to go down to lottery headquarters in Dublin and uh, interview the lottery winners. Now, this would be sometimes weekly, two, three times a week at times, and other times, you know, it wouldn't happen for ages. And it was any sums f- from maybe a scratch card to a million pound win and honestly, without fail, these people just, it just ended up in rows. Even before they got there, it often ended up in a whole row. If it was a group of workers who had done the, like a joint lottery win, it always seemed to end up in court cases, rows. Uh, people who did win an awful lot of money always seemed, it, it always seemed, you know, that a few months later they would end up in court or end up, you know, just their lives seemed to just fall apart. And I can't really explain why. It's
0: really, yeah, I suppose we I should say really it, often, it often, it often As opposed to always, because there will be people who are on the pig's back and have made a fortune out of the lottery, but it does often lead to wrangles.
1: I mean, it really, really does. When you look at the famous lottery winner in England, is it Mikey Carroll, that man uh, who won he won ten million and then lost it all? And you know, there's other people like down south. We had the famous uh, winner Dolores McNamara. She won eighty-seven million, I believe it was, Um, and. I don't know if her life became better. I know that she vanished from sort of life. I mean, I know prior to her win, she enjoyed pints in the pub with her friends and she enjoyed cheapy trips away to Turkey with her friends. Her life was very modest, very simple. I think she worked in a shop. Afterwards, now she's never spoken, but afterwards her life appeared to be very stressful. Family relations seemed to break down. Um, she basically she bought a big massive house and she never really came out. She was, I think she was scared of being kid, kidnapped and rightly so. Um, her life, she never, any picture that was ever taken of her After the win, she never looked
0: happy. Isn't it funny? It's amazing. And Dolores, this rings a bell. She was the woman who was allowed to go in front of someone else in the shop to buy a lucky dip. And the person coming behind her also bought a lucky dip. The other person would have got the winning lucky dip if they hadn't have been so chivalrous.
1: All on the, yeah, they were all on their way to the pub on the Friday night. Dolores used to like the pub in Limerick where she was from. And there was a little, uh, I think they were in the pub and she went, oh, I'm going to go and do the lotto. And she was very well known because she was always in the pub. She was just an ordinary working class woman. And she went into the pub and, or she went into the shop and a man said, oh, hi there, Dolores, go on ahead. And she ordered a lucky dip. And then he ordered a lucky dip afterwards. She won and he didn't. (laughs) And, of course, her win was so much. It was 113 million euro, I think, which is something like 87 million pounds. I mean, I don't think there's been a win like that in a long time. But it was such a lot of money that uh, there was so many stories about her. You know, friends were selling stories. People, you know, immediately people from the pub that night were selling stories about her. I remember working in the sun and people ringing up even that night going, oh, don't tell anybody, you know, but will you give me some money? if I tell you who's won, you know, that kind of thing, it started immediately money seems to bring out the
0: worst in people Is it bringing out the worst in Charlotte here? Or as Luke is saying, Luke says, Frank how can the money not be Charlotte's? If my mate does a football bet on Saturday and I tell him which teams to pick, it doesn't entitle me to half his winnings. Or if I suggest to my aunt we go to the bingo, it doesn't mean I can get half of her winnings if we go together. It's their money, their winnings, says uh, Luke. But um a couple who are sh- co-habita- cohabitating well, <laughs> or who are <or> living together is <laughs> easier to say they they it's it's slightly different isn't it it's slightly different if they if if it's a couple like that or does Charlotte own the money hook line and sinker well
1: legally Charlotte owns that money but again it's <laughs> You know, this has brought out a side in Charlotte that is not very nice. It's brought out a very mercenary side in her. I mean, people might say, oh, she's wise, it's her money. But an awful lot of people will say that money will bring her no luck. Um, you know, it's very hard not to think she's basically just shafted her boyfriend or her friend. I mean, they weren't together for that long, really. But she should have given him something. Okay, not half. But it was a million pounds, wasn't it? I mean, why not give him 25 grand, something like that?
0: But he, would, he, wanted, he wanted 500 grand.
1: Well, yes, that's a bit greedy. You see, it's brought out the worst in him, too. Even, you know, this seems to bring out the worst in people. I remember, right... But
0: were they not buying the ticket together? You know, if I went in with my wife, I would say, let's get a lottery ticket. I wouldn't be saying, this is my lottery ticket. You know in your heart of hearts you're buying it as a couple's lottery ticket.
1: I don't know. You see, I don't do the lottery, but Big, Big Nigel, my partner, does it all the time. So if he wins, is it mine? I don't know. I mean he, he, he might say, I remember having a row about the lottery with an ex boyfriend and we haven't even won. Well, it
0: wouldn't my my understanding of it would be if Nigel went in and bought a lottery yeah. ticket on his own, you would have no say on, on, on it. But if you and Nigel went in together and said, Oh, let's get a lottery ticket, the fact that yeah. you were the one that bought it doesn't mean that you would to get all the money, you and Nigel have a relationship, so you'd expect that if you were regularly bought lottery tickets together, that you would share the money. There's, there is a mo- there's a mo- morality to it. Moral- As I say, like you are to use that term again, you are cohabiting with them, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and law. I mean, I've sat through a court case similar to this in the south as well, and it was a very long and involved court case about a group of friends who did the lottery and then say there were six six of them, but five of them stopped paying, and like a year passed, and one of them was still paying. But I think he was forced to pay out for all of them. He won the lottery. He kept on, you know, buying the six lottery tickets, although for a year they hadn't paid, and I think he was forced to share.
0: Yeah, that seems that seems a bit, uh, you know. Whew, that, that's that's an interesting one. You know, if they weren't if they weren't forking out, uh, surely at some point they would have to accept that they were no longer part of the not. consortium.
1: Not, I don't know. Apart, apparently not. I just think the whole thing is just in really bad taste. I mean, she's won a million pounds. She should give him something. Now, it doesn't say.
0: it is, I think she should have given given him half a million because. She's going to have to live the rest of her life knowing in her head what they felt the moment they bought the ticket. Did they buy the ticket saying, "Oh, if we win, you know, you don't even have to say it. You know, we're we're doing this together." Or was she, in her heart of hearts, buying the ticket for herself? Only, only she, only she will know that.
1: Yes, and they have ruled in her favor, so she doesn't have to give him anything. But will this money bring her any luck? I mean, only time time will tell. It just seems to be constantly. I mean, it, there's hardly a day past.
0: But the money's not going to, like, it, her life's going to be her life. Whether, you know, something wonderful happens to her and she lives to 150, or whether, you know, something drastic happens in her life, it's not going to be the money that did it. That's the, the people will read into it. They'll say, oh, Lord, oh, that's because she didn't give him the money. But that'll have nothing to do with it.
1: Money changes people. It does. Money changes people. And that's that's it. I mean, even people who become very successful, money does change them.
0: Well, I, you know, I, you, know, you know, I don't know Charlotte, and I, I don't know uh, Michael, but I just have a sympathy for Earl Michael. I, I feel, you know, I'm putting myself in his position, and I, I feel, you know, like there he is, him and Charlotte in the sun together. He's a he's a decent looking bloke, and Charlotte's, you know, loving looking lady. And uh, yep. you know, when push came to shove. You know, she she probably, if it had been an old you know, bar of chocolate, she would have split it with him. But she wouldn't split a, a million quid.
1: Money is the root of all evil, Frank. It really is. It really is. It changes people. It causes problems. Um, I've often said this to people. You would not want to win the lottery. It would be a nightmare. And I believe that
0: i I tend to agree you know i 've often thought about this and i, I don 't do it very often, but I occasionally when there 's big money on the euro millions i 'd occasionally buy a ticket knowing that i haven 't a hope i 've just given another three quid to the winner so i i, I don't i, I don 't do it regularly i 've got friends who are in a little group who do it either in a syndicate who do it. Religiously, and they've spent, I think they spend, is it 20 pounds a week they spend on it? It is a lot of money, and they've been doing it from day dot, and they've never won anything other than a few tenors. So they've considered stopping doing it but they're afraid to stop it in case their numbers their numbers come up. Now, if their numbers do come up, I like to be good friends with them, and I like to think that one or two of them would give me a cut even if I'm not in it. They might not. <laughs> of course they won't. Of course they won't. They'll be a way like, you know, sugary shuffle shovel. You know, absolutely, absolutely not. I
1: mean... If one of your friends wins the lottery, will will they give you anything? And then, if you win the lottery, how far along the friendship line do you go to give
0: payouts to people? Well, this is this is very important. You know, if I won, for example, a hundred million, I actually yes. think I'd give you something, and I hardly know you. Yes, would would
1: you? Would you give me something?
0: Yeah, but if yeah, as long as you didn't share it with Nige.
1: Oh, no, we're not sharing it with him. We'll
0: just keep it a secret. <laughs> well, this is this is where do you draw the line? It's a very important question. I would have a rule that I wouldn't give anything to anyone I worked with. Right. That's really so, disappointed, I'm Robert, there looking through the glass. <laughs> Robert.
1: Robert. You see, this is here, you know, this is really bad. We're sitting plotting and scheming. We haven't even won yet, and we're already plotting and scheming.
0: And already leaving people out. Because Robert, I see him every day. I probably see him more than I see my wife. But yet Noel, I'm not giving him anything. And that seems really unfair.
1: It's really unfair. And then, when, you know, and if you give Robert, then you have to give the other people.
0: And, and you know, I would possibly... Possibly, I might give something to, to Ricky, who I used to used to work with, or Paul. Yes. You know, I mean, I'd go, yeah. go back and... You know, at what point do I go back to Lindy and, and Joanne? You know, at what point do I, I, I mean, stop I giving know. the producers a cut of my winnings?
1: I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you work with young girls or some of those newsreaders, and they might be getting married or something. And, you know, would you give them money for their wedding? Or, you know, like...
0: This is it's, awful. This I, is why... Please don't do the lottery. <laughs> We're only joking. It's an ad on the radio. What do you call your man who does the who promotes it? Um, is it, who's, oh. it? who's the chap that's on all the time promoting it? He's on the, the this morning program. Um, God, I can't think of the fella's name, but he's he, he's mad keen to get us to, to buy to buy lottery tickets. No, we're not We're not um, going to. There's an ad running all the time for it because this is the important bit. There's a significant amount of money going to good causes and it is really, really helping a wealth of charities. So if you do the lottery, do it sensibly, enjoy it, and if you win it, fair play to you. But if you do win it, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be happy. That's what we've discovered this morning, Kim. It
1: won't. It won't. Just enjoy being poor. Sure, let's all just enjoy being poor. Sure, it's great. (laughs) I
0: I, I suppose comfortable. You know, people, when they became rich, they were unhappy.
1: Yes. I don't think you'd have any friends. You would have no friends because you couldn't trust anybody. And you'd get the begging letters. And then where do you say
0: no? This is true. This is true. Uh, Having said that, if you're still mad keen to do the lottery, get out there and buy yourself a ticket. Do let us know. Who should get the money, Charlotte or Michael? Should Charlotte keep the whole million for herself or should Michael get 500 grand? Kim believes Michael should get about 25,000, just a token gesture. Uh, 0289033105. Huh? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.